What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. This is Make It Plain. M.I.P. With Masamela Matfumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get Woke. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that most wonderful time of the month. Chad Stone, Chief Economist of the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, joins us this time every month to talk about the jobs report. And the March jobs report is out. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Just fine. And of course, you all may choose to follow along with Chad's epic thread at Chad CBPP to uh, see what's going on. So this was, uh, this was a pretty strong jobs report once again. Yes, it was. Um, so there were uh, 431,000 jobs added in March. And um, I, wrote, I wrote it up wrong in my, uh, in my first uh, tweet. Uh, it, the revisions were for January and February that added 95,000 more. So over 500,000 jobs. Uh, that from from what we from from where we were last uh, last month, uh, with revisions plus the uh, the four hundred thirty one k, so that's good. And the last time we had a bad jobs report, i.e., that that we didn't see an increase of of really good magnitude, was December of twenty twenty one. No, twenty twenty. What am I saying? So we've we've had we've had we've had really good jobs reports. Um, and it's a good thing because we had a really big job zone we had to climb out of, and we're really getting pretty close to out of it. There's still 1.6 million jobs down from where we were just before the recession in February 2020. But, but uh, and it's not just payroll employment, which, which we're just talking about, but, but most of the indicators are good. Unemployment rates down, um, labor force participation, people who, who are coming back into the labor force, either working or looking for work, has been uh, started to inch up. It, it had been flat for a very long time, but that's starting to inch up. Share of the population with a job is better. So it's really, it's, it's really a good jobs report. Um, and you also highlight, Chad, how much the relief legislation has been key to the jobs recovery, right? That's right. Um, so we have relief le- legislation that started back in with the CARES Act in uh, in March of 2020, and that was was really helped people out a lot who were suffering because that's when we had really big job losses, and it 
produced a really pretty fast partial recovery in, in just a few months. We we got back about you know about half of the losses, and then um, we didn't do anything for a while. And as 2020 went along, the job losses, I'm sorry, the job gains slowed. But then at the end of 2020, we got another round of stimulus, and we put we put the unemployment benefits back, um, and uh, then in, in March of 2021, uh, we got the American Rescue Plan. And that has been what's that those those pieces of legislation not only have helped people to weather what was really a severe storm, but also has got us back um, as close as we are now to, to fully recovered, much faster than the recovery from the Great Recession. What happened then was we had a we had a nice sized stimulus package in 2019 in 2009 but then we didn't do anything after that or we did hardly anything after that and we had a we had a we had a very long recovery the longest ever but it took a real long time to get to get back as close to where we were this time we're back almost where we were um, already you point out in in the piece and again follow it Chad CBPP um, what happened during the pandemic, there was more federal help than there was during the Great Recession. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and so that made a difference. And and let's let's not gloss over this reality. I mean, we were facing uh, poverty, hunger, probably even homelessness if there had not been that help, right? I mean, I, I think that, you know, we might take for granted uh, some of this, and maybe some of us listening may not have been in that position, but a lot of people uh, were on the verge of, of destitution if something had not happened, right? Oh, that's right. I mean, very large numbers of people were were saved from um, financial and huma human humanitarian disaster by the relief, by unemployment insurance, by um, uh, more moratoriums on rent increases by uh, by a whole range of things uh, the stimulus checks which which went to to um, the broadest group of people ever that we've delivered stimulus checks to uh, we really worked hard to get it to people who didn't wouldn't normally file a tax return who are generally the lowest people with the least resources and we and a lot of them got stimulus checks so yeah yep. So, so that that certainly made a difference. Um, and Chad links to the story at the website, the Center on Budget um, website, and it just chronicles. I mean, a whole list of what happened and the difference that it made providing cash payments to individuals, regardless of whether they file taxes or not, expanding unemployment coverage to a broader group of workers, including part-time, self-employed folks making the full child tax credit available to the lowest income children, providing uninterrupted health insurance, national paid leave policy, um, still some gaps there, uh, emergency school meal replacement program, federal eviction prevention, um, uh, child care providers got, got help, sh got shored up, fiscal aid to cities, counties, tribal governments, so th this was important and and the response and folks don't take that for granted i know we're nonpartisan during this hour but i'm just gonna say this 
See, I don't know if other folk would have done that. I'm just gonna. I'm just, Chad didn't see that. I'm just saying. I didn't name any names, but you all fill in the blanks uh, later on. You'll get that in the car on the way home. All right. So <laughs> I don't know if that would have happened quite that way. Um, so so here's the other thing, and and we've always talked about the categories of employment: job gains in March, in leisure, hospitality professional and business services, retail trade and manufacturing. Um, these were uh, categories that were hard hit, especially leisure and hospitality. I mean, something tells me leisure and hospitality cumulatively is, is probably going to close, going to continue to close a lot of the gap, right? Oh, yeah, there's a gap that still needs to be closed. But but the gap was huge back in April uh, of, uh, of 2020. And it's still 1.5 million leisure and hospitality jobs down from where we were just before the, the recession hit. Um, but we've been closing the gap, even in leisure and hospitality. That's important. Um, the, as you mentioned, you alluded to this, the labor force participation rate is up by 0.1 percentage point. That's one tenth of a percentage point. The share of the population with a job is up by a two tenths of a percentage point. This is going up. And then the, the actual unemployment rate has has dipped somewhat. For whites, it was 3.4% uh, in February of 2022, 3.2% in March of 2022. Now, again, folks, we go back to February 2020, everything was lower for everybody. So it was 3% for whites in February of 2020. Uh, for the Asian population, 2.5% unemployment in February of 20, 3.6% in February of 22, 2.8% unemployment in March of 22. Those numbers are going down. The Hispanic population, 4.4% four, in February of 20, 4.9% in February of 22, 4.2% in March of 22. And then last but not least, African-American community, and there's that, still that that uh, pesky, relentless num number that doubles usually the white unemployment. Double white unemployment, 6% in February of 2020, uh, still double in February of 2022, 6.9%. And for March of 2022, 6.2%, which is almost double, two tenths of a percentage point prevented from being double, but double, but that is uh, um, yep. Yep. Yeah, that, last, that, that That rate uh, moves around. Um, it, it, it's volatile from month to month. I mean, last month was was really scary when it went up to six nine, after it had been below that uh, in, in January. But but getting back down to six two, that's as you say, that's still bad. That's still yeah. high. Um, yeah. But yeah. the six nine was was really horrible and and scary. But yeah, going when, starting when, in the right direction again. One day, Chad now figure out how to solve together. We will the. Uh, double black unemployment rate. We're, we're going to figure that out. Um, I know others, again, take credit for it, but we're going to try to do it. Uh, the and Now, this is an important number. Uh, 
the share of the population with a job. In February of 2020, before the pandemic, folks, it was 61.2% that shared the population with a job. Today, it's 60.1%. That's not small potatoes, Chad. No, we're, we're, getting, we're getting back close to it. Getting back close, that's right. Um, yeah, we're, we're above, we're barely above the rate that it's been at any point since February of 2020. So we, in March, it fell under 60, March of 2020, it fell under 60. And then you, and, and if, 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 you see, if you see the, the chart in front of you, the chart in the tweet thread um, shows that we've, we've gotten them all the way back to um, a, a tad above 60. And, uh, and we're gonna keep going up. These, if you have them in front of you, I, I'll let you take it from here. The numbers of people working part-time for economic reasons. Those okay. numbers look pretty good too. Yep. Um, so this is one statistic where uh, we're we're in a better in a better situation now than we were um, at just before the recession. So part-time for economic reasons means that um, you want a job, uh, you have a job, but you don't have as many hours as you want. So you're underemployed. There are people who, who want to work part-time. They're not counted in these statistics. There are people who want to be working more hours than they're getting, and those are who are, who are counted in these statistics. So um, there are 4.2 million people now in that situation, but that's um, 220,000 fewer than in February 2020. So that's a statistic that's, that's, in, that's in decent shape. That is, that is, that is, and, and, and that is in decent shape, much better. The U6, the marginally attached folks, people who want a job and not counted as unemployed because they haven't looked in the last month. That number is, is it less now than it um, was February of 2020? That's what it looks like. Yes, yes. It's 6.9% now, and it was 7% in February 2020. So both of these... Um, measures of, of unemployment and underemployment that are not the official unemployment rate um, have the, the part-time for economic reasons and U6, which includes part of U6 is part-time for economic reasons. The other part is the official unemployment rate. And the third part is people who um, want a job and have looked in the past year, but in order to be counted as officially unemployed, you have to have looked in the past four weeks. And so they're called marginally attached. So those 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 measures have have are both both the part-time for economic reasons and the U6, which also includes part-time for economic reasons, um, are better than they were um, by a tad, not not significantly, but better than they were in February 2020. And remember, in February February 2020, the economy was really in pretty good shape. We were unemployment rate was low. Um, wages were wages were going up then. Uh, the wages are going up more now. But but again, the, the low wage, the low wage jobs where the most losses were su sustained, they still have some catching up to do, don't they? They have they, they have some catching up to do. That's right. Um, in fact, the the the, the we did this analysis at CBPP where we 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 ranked industries by the average wage. And then we divided, we ranked them 
by the average wage. And then we divided them up into roughly equal size groups according to the number of people, number of workers in the, the bottom third, according to wage, the middle third, according to wage, and the, the richest, highest wage third. And the, the lowest is still, the, the, the lowest paid third of workers is, is down, is still down. Whereas the highest paid group of workers is, is above where they were at the start of the recession. And so the losses by the bottom third are more than 100% of the total losses because the, there's, there are these gains uh, by, the, by the richest third. And the, the middle third is, has pretty small losses. So yeah, the, the, the bottom third is, still has a ways to go. Um, but I, in, in this tweet thread, I put in a chart that shows the whole time series of the, the job losses. And it, it shows that, that, that they're just really, really huge losses in April of 2020 for the bottom third of workers. They've gotten a lot of them back, but they're the worst off among the groups still. Still have some coming back to do. More MIP right after this. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. All right, state, state and local jobs. Uh, half, 49% of the three-quarter of a million, almost three-quarter of a million, three-quarters of a million, state and local government job losses since February 2020 are in the education sector. Right. So was any ground gained in March? Well, we, we've gained some ground in the, in the past few months because it, because it, it used to be that, um, that state and local education jobs were the bulk of the state and local losses and the state and local losses were close to a million. So we've, 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 we've seen improvements both in the total number of state and local losses, but it's still a number, 728,000. And, uh, and, the, and the education component is down to half, but that's still 360,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, uh, black women um, still suffering the disproportionate percentage of job losses uh was was any of this made was there any ground made at all in march when it came to black and women un, unemployment um not 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 significant it's they're they're they have they have the they're they're i mean again just like every statistic we talk about things are awful 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 in 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 April of 2020, and they're a lot better now 
but we're not back. And so black women are still down 2% in jobs from where they were in February of 2020. And that's the biggest among uh, any, um, when you when you when you look at uh, people by race and race and ethnicity and sex, black women are doing worse, and they've done worse. They've done worse over most of the um, expansion. Um, in the in the um, in the recession back in 2020, Hispanic women um, did did poorly. In fact, did worse. Um, in part because of the big hit to leisure and hospitality. Now there's been improvement in leisure and hospitality, um, but, um, and, and uh, th in this particular month, Hispanic women um, are actually above where they were. Um, yeah. So are Hispanic men, um, but black women stand out because so many groups have already risen above where they were yeah. in, 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 the, uh, in February, 2020, just before the recession. This is important too, folks. Since February 2020, in terms of recovery, um, black men in that subcategory of African Americans and everybody else—this is uh, race and gender, folks. Chad, it looks like black men are up 4.4 percent since right. February 2020. That's right. Now, these the, this these particular data are for are for adults, 20 and over. Um, 29. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, that's right. Um, black women are, are still down negative 2.0%. As a matter of fact, looks like everyone, yeah. white men, white women, um, Hispanic men and women, Asian men and women have increased since February, 2020. Ex black women are still in the negative category. Yeah. And, and, and white women, interestingly, in the, in the statistics. I'm sorry, you're right. White women too. Yeah. Negative, uh, negative yeah. 1.6, black women, negative 2.0. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and and what's what's true um, across the board is that women, except for Asian, except for the Asian population, women have not done as well as men, or they've done worse than. I mean, Hispanic Hispanic women um, are up, but nowhere near as much as Hispanic men, uh, and and as as we've been saying, black women are down. White women are down, and but Asian women are up better than Asian men. Uh, you mentioned the age piece too. Um, prime age, it, share the population, 25 to 54 um, with a job. And that breaks down uh, in terms of race as well um does it not yes so um in february 2020 which was a really good labor market um uh, black prime age workers age 25 to 54 um in both in both the the black community and the hispanic community had had lower a lower share of the, of the population were with a job compared to white in April 2020, um, well, they were all down, but Black and Hispanic were down, populations were down more. And now March of 22, when we've climbed back a lot, it's still the case that the 
the share of the population with a job is lower, just, just like the unemployment rate situation, the share of the population with a job is lower for, um, for the black population and, the, and the, the Hispanic population than it is for the uh, white population. Yeah, yeah. And then we have the education issue. So those with a bachelor's degree um, have recovered above February 2020. But if those who don't have a bachelor's still haven't caught up since to, to February 2020, right? That's right. Yeah. Workers without a bachelor's degree have experienced the largest job losses. So, you know, in, in general, not a bad report, but we've still got a ways to go. We did, you and I did this during the recession, or you did it, and I kind of piggybacked off of it because uh, you're the economist. I'm clearly not. Uh, <laughs> you're, the, you're the A student. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. That mean, you don't know what that means. You know my history. Um, I need you. I need you to tweet that out or call some people and, and let them know where, how far I've come. But um, can you? You even put a number. We had a number during the recession. We tried to live up to every month. Are you able to do that in this situation? Um, can we say how many more months, how many, what a regular number needs to be to get back to February 2020, if, if not beyond? A, a, yeah, a we, you know, we, we really need to get beyond because there's been population growth. And, uh, and, and so the, uh, the, the labor force, the potential labor force, potential employment is larger now than it was two years ago. Um, and so we have to get above where we were in February 2020 to be back to truly full employment, high employment economy. Um, well, 500,000 jobs a month. We have, right now we have, we're, we're down, um, what did I say, 1.6 million. So to, to get back to February, 2020, um, you know, three, three more months, like we just, we, we just a little higher than what we had, 500 and 530 or something like that. I mean, if, if we get, we get between 500 and 550,000 a month. In three months, we'll be back there. But we won't be where we need to be yet. We still have to, to, to catch up to what to the to the rising um, full employment number based on population growth. And, and actually, the 500, though, if we got what, what was the number this this month? 435. Plus. Plus revisions of a hundred, so it was a little over five. Five is five twenty-five when you include okay. the revisions. So that's not far-fetched, and and it would seem. Well, let, let me see. I don't know. We always talk about the holidays. But what about summer? Is 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 that the summer present an opportunity, uh, for there to be more job growth? Seems to me it would, especially in leisure and hospitality. Right, um, but the we. Sorry, um, the, the the data that we look at are seasonally adjusted. In other words, they're not the actual count of jobs. We know that there's going to be more jobs in the summer, and so the way that the way that the number gets calculated on a seasonally adjusted basis is to say, okay, how many above what you would normally expect in a in 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 the summer have we gotten, and that's that's to that's to to, to catch the the actual the actual trend rather than just 
every summer looks like that. So yeah, there'll be there'll be jobs created in the summer for sure. Uh, well, there'll be jobs starting to be created pretty soon to get ready for the summer. Um, so okay. More, so, and, and, but but this the seasonal adjustment is a, is a, is a tricky thing. Um, but it but it's it's so that you can sort out what's different. What what what's what's the what's the trend independent of normal seasonal variation, and so if you if you have five hundred thousand suppose 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 in June you normally get a bump of of um, um, I don't know um, six hundred uh, suppose that you you get a bump of five hundred thousand normally because of the summer job hiring and things like that you would have to you would have to actually have a million jobs created so that when you take out the seasonal adjustment of what you what you would what you get every summer on average the 500,000 above that is what you need um, but but we 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 can we we could we could get that because the economy is 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 still is still creating jobs and is still recovering and there's still people to come back into the labor force uh labor force has has I mean, people are less concerned about the virus coming back to work, but they're still concerned. Um, and as we said, leisure and hospitality industries are still way down. Um, so there's, 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 room, there's room for growth. Uh, this, this year we've, we've, we've had, uh, I don't have the number in front of me, but I think, I think the average has been, uh, yeah, 526,000 jobs a month for the first three months of this year. And that's been pretty steady. So I th so I think we can we can certainly we can look forward to that uh, on average. Folks, follow the thread for yourselves. Get smart like me at Chad C B P P for Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Also, go to centeronbudget.org. Always appreciate this monthly report, Chad. These are great job numbers, man. That you're able to report. You should run for president. Uh, president already is taking credit for them, as he, as he, as, as every president does. When when things are good, presidents take, and of course, presidents get more credit than they deserve and more blame than they deserve. But yeah, that's yeah. that's politics. But I, but I don't know if he's able to, frankly, because it seems the media is putting the emphasis on the gas prices, and I think what you and I are reporting is the objective news about numbers. Um, no one else, by the way, folks, I mean, and I'm not just saying this to pat ourselves on the back. This isn't necessarily something to be proud of. I don't know any other medium that goes into as much depth on the jobs numbers, good or bad, as Chad and I have done over the years. It's usually just a mention. It's a flash. But there is there are hours of coverage on gas prices and inflation. So I don't know that anybody is really able to take credit for what we're even talking about today. Again, we're nonpartisan. We're not giving people advice to take credit, but um, uh, it, 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 it's just rather interesting. And, and it's one of the reasons why we appreciate Chad and one of the reasons why we're here. Yeah, gas prices are high, inflation is real, but what did Chad do? Chad helped us understand, is helping us understand uh, why inflation is um, the way it is. Um, so it, it's complicated. Gas prices are high. Inflation is there. But there is a recovery going on. Sure. That is that is happening. Um, 
And so we should, you know, we should be aware of that. And those who are of that mind, of a certain mind, should uh, take advantage of it. Stuff is opening back up. Um, uh, at some point, we'll need to figure out what percentage of jobs are recovering uh, that are in person versus virtual. You know, that might make a difference. So these are things that we have to we have to look out for. So we just appreciate uh, Chad helping us to get a, a, a grip and an understanding on what this all means. And again, over the years, we've been doing this almost a decade, I guess. I mean, we've reported the bad, too. We keep it real in terms of that. But uh, this is this is actually some good news, obviously not yet for black women, um, obviously not yet for the black community as a whole collectively. But that is the long term challenge we face in this country. So when people say, like the, the, the chief justice says, well, you know, racism is over. That's why we can do away with voting rights. No, because black unemployment has been twice that of white unemployment since unemployment statistics have started being kept. Now, unless people can come up with another reason for that happening, it's obviously racism, unless somebody can prove it's the weather that causes it. I, you know, if you got some, some other, or, you know, if it's something else, then you need to let us know, or it's the alignment of the planets or, you know, some comet, but there is, there is no other reason. This is this is the reason we know it's race. Uh, Chad has also articulated for us what's happening with people with low in, in, who thrive on low wages, who don't have degrees. This is important. So, you know, and that's the relationship economics has to our struggle and our awareness. So Chad and I might sound a little nerdy when we talk. That's OK, because, you know, nowadays we know that nerdy is the new sexy. Um, uh, but it's also hopefully to get all of us to think about, well, wait a minute, what can we do to better our condition? What can what what opportunities can be created so that there isn't so much disparity between African-Americans overall, and particularly African-American women and disparity between low wage workers and those who don't have degrees. Um, uh, and and obviously immigrant workers as well and the disparity that exists there. So we, we hope that our nerdiness pricks everyone's consciousness to think about and consider doing something. And then if we ever get back to our full voting rights. We might, have, I'll be honest with you, Chad, before it's over, we might have to do a monthly report. We talk about job loss. We might have to do a monthly report on um, voters who can vote, voting losses. That might be the next thing we have to look into, crunch some numbers around that. But if we ever get beyond that, that's what voting is all about. So that opportunities can be created to, to improve the conditions that bring about these employment disparities. So that's why we're here. That's why Chad is here. And we we do so appreciate him and the center on budget and chad and i are friends we've been doing this a long time one day y'all might look up and on tv and see us at a baseball game i promise him i'm going to come down to philly and we're going to take in a game together so we'll let you know about that too <laughs> that's what friends are for chad as always buddy good to see you great work man 
Good to see you too. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.